Hey everyone, thanks for coming to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I'm Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and today is day 238 of reading the Bible together every day this year. Today we're reading Matthew 5 and 6. We'll also read Psalm 83, and there is a teaching video that goes along with the reading today, so make sure you check the show notes for it. Let's get going. When he saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the humble, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. You are blessed when they insult you and persecute you and falsely say every kind of evil against you because of me. Be glad and rejoice because your reward is great in heaven. For that is how they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt should lose its taste, how can it be made salty? It's no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city situated on a hill cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket but rather on a lampstand and gives it light for all who are in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Don't think that I came to abolish the law or the prophets. I did not come to abolish, but to fulfill. For truly, I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or one stroke of the letter will pass away from the law until all things are accomplished. Therefore, Whoever breaks one of the least of these commands and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never get into the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to our ancestors, do not murder, and whoever murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you, everyone who is angry with his brother or sister will be subject to judgment. Whoever insults his brother or sister will be subject to the court. Whoever says, you fool, will be subject to hellfire. So if you are offering your gift on the altar, and there you remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First, go and be reconciled to your brother or sister, and then come and offer your gift. Reach a settlement quickly with your adversary while you're on the way with him to the court, or your adversary will hand you over to the judge and the judge to the officer, and you will be thrown into prison. Truly, I tell you, you will never get out of there until you have paid the last penny. You've heard that it was said, do not commit adultery. But I tell you, everyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. For it's better for you to lose one of the parts of your body than for the whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of the parts of your body than for the whole body to go into hell. Now, we're not like literally saying gouge out your eye or cut off your hand. What we're saying is cut away those things that have brought that into your life and get rid of them. Don't allow them to to take you down. Get rid of them. That may mean it's a relationship, it's a TV show you like to watch, something you like to listen to, music or a podcast, a movie you enjoy. If those things are not building you up and taking you closer to the Lord, then they need to be cut out of your life. 
That's hard, especially the relationship aspect of it. But it's true. It was also said whoever divorces his wife must give her written notice of divorce. But I tell you, everyone who divorces his wife except in a case of sexual immorality causes her to commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you've heard that it was said, it said to, your, to our ancestors, you must not break your oath, but you must keep our oaths to the Lord, your oaths to the Lord. But I tell you, don't take an oath at all, either by heaven, because it's God's throne, or by the earth, because it's his footstool, or by Jerusalem, because it is the city of the great king. Do not swear by your head, because you cannot make a single hair white or black, but let your yes mean yes, and your no mean no. Anything more than this from, is from the evil one. You've heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, don't resist an evildoer. On the contrary, if anyone slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other to him also. As for the one who wants to sue you and take away your shirt, let him have your coat as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him too. Give to the one who asks you and don't turn away from you, the one who wants to borrow from you. You've heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be children of your father in heaven. For he causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. For if you love those who love you, what reward will you have? Don't even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers and sisters, what are you doing out of the ordinary? Don't even the Gentiles do the same? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly father is perfect. That feels like a whole lot of weight, right? Um, this means love others, <laughs> treat others as the Lord enables you to through the power of the Holy Spirit, that you seek the best interest of others and that you um, are pursuing being a reflection of God's character. <coughs> Excuse me, of God's character. Um, it's not about like, oh, isn't that wonderful? But like, okay, the Lord has said that they're special. He's created them and I need to love them and I'm going to do that. That's what we're talking about. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward with your father in heaven. So whenever you give to the poor, don't sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be applauded by people. Truly, I tell you, they have their reward. But when you give to the poor, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. Whenever you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites because they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by people. Truly, I tell you, they have their reward. But when you pray, go into your private room, shut your door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. When you pray, don't babble like the Gentiles since they imagine they'll be heard for their many words. Don't be like them because your father knows the things you need you need before you ask him. Hallelujah. Therefore, you should pray like this. Our Father in heaven, your name be honored as holy. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not bring us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive others their offenses, your heavenly Father will forgive you as well. But if you don't forgive others, your Father will not forgive your offenses. Whenever you fast, don't be gloomy like the hypocrites, for they make their faces unattractive so that their fasting is obvious to people. Truly, I tell you, they have their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that your fasting isn't obvious to others, but to your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. Don't store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. 
but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves don't break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. So if the light within you is darkness, how deep is that darkness? Oh, sorry. I had to catch my breath. <laughs> no one can serve two masters since he either will hate one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Therefore, I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink or about your body, what you will wear. Isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing? Consider the birds of the sky. They don't sow or reap or gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they? Can any of you add one moment to his lifespan by worrying? And why do you worry about clothes? Observe how the wild flowers of the field grow. They don't labor or spin thread. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was adorned like one of these. If that's how God clothes the grass, clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and thrown into the furnace tomorrow, won't he do much more for you, you of little faith? So don't worry, saying what will we eat or what will we drink or what will we wear? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. In Psalm 83. God, do not keep silent. Do not be deaf, God. Do not be quiet. See how your enemies make an uproar. Those who hate you, who have acted arrogantly, they devise clever schemes against your people. They conspire against your treasured ones. They say, come, let us wipe them out as a nation so that Israel's name will no longer be remembered. For they have conspired with one mind. They form an alliance against you. The tents of Edom and the Ishmaelites, Moab and the Hagrites, Gebel, Ammon, and Amalek, Philistia with the inhabitants of Tyre. Even Assyria has joined them. They lend support to the sons of Lot, Selah. Deal with them as you did with Midian, as you did with Sisera and Jabin at the Kishon River. They were destroyed at Endor. They became manure for the ground. Make their nobles like Oreb and Zeb, and all their tribal leaders like Zeba and Zalmunna, who said, let us seize God's pastures for ourselves. Make them like tumbleweed, my God, like straw before the wind, as fire burns a forest, as a flame blazes through the mountains. So pursue them with your tempest and terrify them with your storm. Cover their faces with shame so that they will seek your name, Lord. Let them be put to shame and be terrified forever. Let them perish in disgrace. May they know that you alone, whose name is Lord, are the most high over the whole earth. It's it for today. I'll see you tomorrow as we continue to read the Bible together every day.